Hello. Hello. Uh, I'm just cutting in just to let you guys know that this episode is sponsored by our friends at Rabble and their brand new board game, Love Struck, available on Kickstarter right now. Funded in one day. Two hours. Because they got it like that. Yeah. What is Love Struck, Sarah? Thank you so much for asking. <laughs> Love Struck is a brand new social deduction game based on all our favorite reality dating TV shows. Kind of like Love Island Kinda mixed like this one. with like Werewolf, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's very fun. It's a very fun game. It's a very fun game. <laughs> and uh, it, like I said, it's available on Kickstarter right now. It's already funded, so you don't need to worry about any of that. You're going to get your goddamn game. Mm -hmm. Link is in the description down below. And thank you so much, Rabble, for listening. Thank you, Rabble. God damn it. Thank you so much, Rabble, for sponsoring this episode. Thank you, Rabble. We love you. Hey, everybody, and welcome to It's Not Friendship Island. My name is Brendan. I'm Sarah. And today we're talking about episodes 31, 32, and 33 mm-hmm. of Love Island All-Stars. Week 5, Part 2. Final All- week. Yeah. There's two more episodes. Two more episodes. That's crazy. It's wild because these do not feel like final week type episodes. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> nothing happens, and the only thing that does happen, it's just like regression in everyone's relation. It doesn't matter. Yep. We'll get to it. <laughs> uh, but before we get to it, we do have a Patreon. Do we? Yep. And What's I'll, on there? Uh, listen, if you go there and you drop a thump a thump, <laughs> <laughs> if you drop five thump a thump a month, <laughs> you will get uh, weekly- seems ill-advised now that we know what thump a thumps are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is uh, MDMA? If we didn't know, it's ecstasy. is that the same as? Oh, okay. I was about to say, is that the same as ecstasy? I believe so. <coughs> um, so if you drop five month of the a month on Patreon, <laughs> you get weekly episodes, uh, new episodes of our show uh, about older seasons of Love Island. Yeah. Currently, we're about a third of the way through. We, uh, we almost, we might almost be halfway. Uh, maybe halfway through. Uh, Love Island UK season seven. Mm-hmm. We have a whole ass season of season five there already. The whole ass one. The whole ass goddamn one. <laughs> goddamn. Um, <laughs> and also, you get exclusive um, permissions in our Discord, the Love Island Fire Pit, mm-hmm. which uh, may or may not be revealed soon. I don't know. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Um, but even if you're not a patron, patron, you can join our Discord, the Love Island Fire Pit. Where you can chat with like-minded folk, you might be able to. You might be able to find some stuff that is hard to find if you live where you live. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying things. And if you uh, don't want to be on the Peacock schedule, yeah, because it is going. It's going on Peacock now. Hey, what's up? All things you are really ch- <laughs> <laughs> things are really churning over on Peacock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <Cockhead>. Stupid. <laughs> Instagram.com. <laughs> Slash not friendship violet pod. <laughs> Go ahead and type that into Ask Jeeves. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and f- drop us a follow. Leave us a five star review wherever you listen. That nice would be words. sick. That would be so sick. So sick. Because we're about to drop off every chart we're on. <laughs> the season's about to end, and we have no clue when the next season's about to start. So, Sad. if you're listening to this in the future, if you can just drop us a review, that would be so sick. We love you. We love you so much. Anything else? I don't 
think so. I think we should get into the episodes. Yeah, just quick reminder to not drop that dun dun dun. Don't drop yeah. that dun dun dun. Don't because it's. I think maybe it's a dare song at this point. Yeah. I don't know if ever. I don't know if dare is is dare global. Probably not. Dare was when. You were in elementary, at least for me, it was sixth grade, and mm-hmm. the police came into your school and told you that drugs are bad. Yeah. So that's why I think the Don't Drop That Dun 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 song is about, is like a dare song because they don't want, they're telling you to not drop ecstasy. Mm-hmm. They used to do karate. What? Your dare instructors did karate? Yeah, they did like a karate thing <laughs> with like the Mortal Kombat sound playing. What? I also, I think we talked about this before, but we had a Vision 360. It was called Vision 360, and it was just, like, big-ass screens, and they would, like... Is that the DDR thing you were talking about? DDR? Didn't you say your school had DDR pads? No, that's just a different thing. Oh. That was just what we had DDR pads. <laughs> right, and Sometimes right. in gym when we would play it. But Vision 360s, they, like, brought a guy in, and they would play videos of, like, extreme dirt biking, and then... <laughs> Like, they would play P.O.D. music, what? and then they'd be like, drugs are fucking really bad, and so is premarital sex. <laughs> and it would be like, freaking satellite by P.O.D. blasting. <laughs> like, I was doing sick kickflips and stuff. That shit did not happen at my school. Yeah. But, like I said, we got Happy Meals and personal pan pizzas. Whoa. Which is probably why everyone who went to that private school is chubby now. It's so crazy that you got Happy Meals for lunch. Yeah. And whatever the Burger King version is, I can't remember. It was like the, called like the Big Kids Meal or something. Mm. There would just be like fucking trays and trays of Happy Meals. What else? Did, we had some like crazy others. We had a, a Holocaust survivor that would come in every four years wow. and tell her story. Mm-hmm. Then one year. No. What? You're just, are you just going to say one year she wasn't there? No, she did die, of course. I mean, she was 100 years old. Right. Uh, but um, one year... We had a German foreign exchange student. And a lot of this was news to her. And she did run out of the auditorium crying. Well. But you, hey. You got to learn sometimes. You got to learn sometimes. Anyways, we should get into Love Island, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. (laughs) Episode 31 opens right after the ranking game, which was not fun for most people. Tom and Molly, Jess and Callum, they were doing just fine, honestly, mm-hmm. but everyone else pretty much had not the most fun time. Um, we see Anton and Toby chat first about how heavy the game was. Toby does a lot of alluding in this chat about his previous relationship with Chloe. Mm-hmm. He says, you know, he never says her name, so this is all assumed, technically, um, but he says, you know, when we broke up, other people always assumed that I cheated, but it was the other person. He talks about how hard it is to be classified as a cheater when he was the one cheated on. And Toby starts to get emotional. He says that that girl was it for him and it was soulmate vibes. Yeah, he keeps talking about it. Like, I, I recently listened to uh, I'm Glad My Mom Was Dead. Oh, the Jeanette McCurdy The Jeanette audiobook. McCurdy book. And... Um, Every time she talked about Dan Schneider, she mm-hmm. would just say the producer. Mm-hmm. And that was the vibes I was getting. Uh, that girl. I We really have to watch and then talk about the... Dan Schneider documentary? That's coming out. Ooh, when does it come out? Do you know? I don't know. That's you okay. keep talking and I'll look it up. Okay, because they... 
set like when I watched the trailer, it was like revealed that somebody is going to be on to talk that has not talked about their experience. And my gut is telling me it's Amanda Bynes. But I don't know. I guess we'll see. Is it says out now? Oh, fudge. I'm watching that once we're done recording. If that's Hold true. On. Quiet on set docuseries. When is it air? March 17th. Oh, fuck. That's far away. Yeah, it's too far. We're going to forget about it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, Toby says that that was the hardest time of his life. Anton says that he stands by him and that he isn't a game player. Thanks. <laughs> well, you said because we have recorded the beginning of this once before. I don't think we did. <laughs> you said that you don't think Toby is necessarily a game player, right? No, I don't think he's a game player. He doesn't seem calculated enough for that. Right. But I do think I do think he sometimes thinks would be like, wouldn't it be crazy if I did this? And then yeah. just did it. He's very aware. Mm-hmm. Next, we see Molly, Jess, Josh, and Sophie chatting about the game. Josh says that it's blatant that Georgia Harrison was meant to be voted for the game playing couple. Josh says that he has gone, uh, that she rather has gone back and forth between new guys coming in or guys who became single, like in the situation with Mitch, um, and then ending up back to Anton each time it didn't work out. Josh says that he looks like a dickhead, but everyone else was thinking it. And Sophie says that she doesn't know if it would work on the outside with Georgia Harrison and Anton. Mm -hmm. To which you asked me. What do you think (laughs) about Georgia and Anton? Uh, After these episodes, there's no shot that they would work on the outside. But before, I really did think maybe they were committed to, like, working past their differences. But... I don't think that I don't think that they could. I just don't think a difference to work past is like I'm not attracted to you, but you're I mean, attracted that doesn't to me. Seem like I guess that doesn't seem like the glaring issue for me. That seems like the. I feel like it is for me, and I don't yeah. even mean like physically. I'm just saying like there is something fundamentally unromantic about the way Georgia sees Anton. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I guess I thought you meant, like, physically, because I feel like she could maybe potentially work past that, but they they just don't – they don't communicate the same way. They don't Mm -hmm. want the same things from a partner. Mm -hmm. They don't need the same things from a partner. They need need very different things. Um, And then we see a chat that nobody but Georgia Steele wanted to have between her and Callum, and she tells Callum that it seemed like he was gunning for her and, um, you know, he kept talking about how her and Toby don't work on the outside, which she says, by the way, is irrelevant. Even though I do believe that was the question that they were being asked to rank. I also think it's the most relevant detail <laughs> that there is. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, Callum is just absolutely not interested in having this conversation. Georgia tries to speak over him and interrupt him as she does with people. And um, he's just not interested. He says it's squashed. It's done. There's nothing more to say about it. Yeah. Georgia has this, this like tendency to argue every tiny little single point that doesn't affect the main picture. And that nobody cares about but her. Right. Exactly. She, she wants to find every single little thing because that's where she thinks she can have these wins Mm -hmm. because clearly she knows she's in the wrong like deep down whether you know how delusional she is about these things Mm -hmm. uh is up for debate but like she needs to find these little wins because she thinks 
that matters when none of it matters yeah and i mean like she'll then like she'll like go to toby and then be like ah i don't care about what anyone else says and it's just about us but like she so deeply cares about everything yeah and i mean at least it seems that way because she does seem to argue any bit of like nuance that she can find she'll argue it Mm -hmm. um we see jess tell sophie that she feels bad because it seems like georgia harrison does not seem to like anton as much even if she is trying they talk about how much work anton puts in and it's not fair to him and sophie wonders if georgia harrison is being honest with herself which we of course think that she is not right yeah, and, yeah. I just wanted to clarify that maybe at the beginning I thought she was like playing a game, mm-hmm. but I don't know if she's necessarily playing a game right now. But I do think she is lying to herself. In like, I think if she was like completely introspective and honest with herself, mm-hmm. she knows that there's no universe in which she will reach the place that she needs to reach to have like a healthy relationship with him. You know what I mean? Right. And I almost feel like it's giving her a little bit of like a crisis of like identity to some extent because she Mm -hmm. like, you know, she kind of fancies herself this like very spiritual person who like, those are the kinds of things that matter to her. Mm. And Anton is doing all the right things on paper. You know, Mm -hmm. he's like really supportive of that. And like, um, you know, trying to like show that like, that matters to him too and that right. you know his soul is what she is looking for and she says you know he he does all the right things he says all the right things but it's just not there and i feel like i don't know if that is like uh if that is causing a crisis for her mm-hmm. because spiritually he is like the right person and doing all of the right things but it's still just not there yeah um we see josh and georgia h chat about the game Georgia H. says that she feels like Josh should be able to see that now she's really giving things a try with Anton. Josh says, he asks, like, would you rather me just lie? Georgia Harrison says, you know, if he has that opinion, she would just rather him not say it. Um, Josh says it's not just his opinion. He is voicing everyone's. And then he changes that to 70%. Um, And we, the last time we just talked about this, (laughs) we said, like, I don't feel like it seems like Josh is really and truly George's good outside best friend the way they make it seem. Because, yeah, like, he, he he cares more about being right. Yeah. And, but to the point where, like, it doesn't matter. You're just being, like, mean about it. it it's yes. not like, oh, I'm just being honest. It's like, no, you're trying to hurt her feelings. Like, yeah. And if she is really your very good friend, it seems like you would know – maybe that this is going to be more hurtful to her and also if you know her that well it would seem like also maybe you would know that the uh, your honesty in this situation wouldn't be helpful to her right. um but he does he does really seem to get off on being like the honest guy right mm-hmm. and i mean i'm probably the most honest person in the vela and i mean i do think part of that you know is true because he comes from season one where like you know you didn't get a career out of being on love Island. So like there was no motives to like play a certain character necessarily. Maybe. Yeah. But it's not about being honest. It's about saying you're honest, not being mm-hmm. honest. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'll, I'll just say how it is. I'm, <laughs> I'm a blunt person. No, you're an asshole. There's a difference. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And Josh also says that every girl that has come in has friendshiped Anton straight away. So he also doesn't have any other options, which I feel like is also him trying to frame that like Anton is in some way not being honest with himself either. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that Anton is. I yeah, think. I mean, I think he's been pretty like 
tunnel vision on Georgia from the beginning. Yeah. Georgia Harrison asks if Josh sees anything between her and Anton, and he says, nope. Georgia Harrison gets emotional, and she says she is trying her best, and it's hard to hear that everyone has this negative opinion of her and that she is not a game player. Right, and the way he's doing it is he's lacking nuance in a way way that I think I wish Georgia was, Georgia Steele. But, like, he's saying that, I think you're faking it, and so does everyone else. Mm-hmm. When in reality, all the other people talking about it are like, I, I don't know if she's being 100% honest with herself, which is different than saying I think she's faking it. Right. Yeah, uh, I agree. And that's unfair to everyone else and unfair to her and just makes you an asshole. Right. But she insists he is not. Right. Next, we see Georgia Harrison tell Anton that no one has any faith in them. Josh has told her that no one believes in them. She says that she thinks they have a good connection and that it gets better all the time, but she wonders if everyone is seeing something that she doesn't. And she insists that she is not a game player. Anton says it doesn't matter what everyone else thinks. It's clearly getting to Georgia. And Anton says that Josh is saying things to bring other couples down to make his look better. Um... Which I don't think is true, actually, even though, no. like, I, do, I mean, I don't have the highest opinion of Josh. I don't think that's what he's doing, though. Yeah. Again, I don't. It's the only thing I'd stake here is his own, like, ego as being the honest person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Anton, I think I feel like it's really sweet. He's like, I'll take the hits. I'll be the boring one. I'll be the fake one. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's really I feel like that's really sweet. And unfortunately, I do feel like it's kind of wasted. On Georgia and on this situation because like it doesn't really matter, but I I feel like it's a like a sweet like thing to say if mm-hmm. you're like if the only thing you're upset by is the game, right? But that's yeah, not yeah. what it is anymore, right? So Anton brings to Callum what Georgia Harrison told him regarding Josh, saying that he says seventy to eighty percent of the villa, but not that it really matters. Um, think that they are fake. Callum just kind of like nods awkwardly <laughs> at first when he's saying this. Right. Um, and uh, Anton asks if that's true. And if he thinks that Callum says that a lot of the girls think that he is more into Georgia Harrison than she is into him. And that Georgia Harrison is in denial about how she really feels, which I think is maybe much more um, uh, true mm-hmm. about what people are saying. Yeah, I agree. Because it does seem like Josh is choosing to be like, you're faking this. Whereas the others are like, she's trying, but kind of lying to herself. Right. And it's hard to watch. <laughs> Which is also maybe the more generous take. I don't know. Yeah, but that's, that's still true. more accurate to what people are saying, I think. Um, Callum says, or Callum tells Anton that he has his back. Anton asks if he is being a mug. Callum says no. And Anton just gives a lot of himself to people. Anton says that Georgia Harrison does small things for him every day and that people don't always see that, but that there are things that matter to him. And Um, now I think someone else is lying to themselves. Right. That's fine. That's what I thought, too. I was like, oh, honey. Um, We see Anton and Georgia Harrison chat again after this. Um, Georgia is still worried about the gossip and what people are saying about them and... Um, they they decide that they should get everyone together to clear the air. Anton is game right away. He doesn't mind. So he shouts for everyone to come over to the fire pit. Georgia Harrison says to the group, you know, 
that if they all have a strong negative opinion about their relationship, she would really appreciate them to say it. And uh, she brings up that 70% of the villa was mentioned. Mm-hmm. Did she say specifically that Josh said it in this moment? I don't I remember. I think so. I don't, know, I don't know if she said it, but if she didn't, Josh made it clear that he said it. You yeah. Know what I mean? <laughs> a few people kind of speak up. Arabella says that she does not think that their relationship is fake. Um, Callum just says that he feels like their love languages are different. And Tom says that at first, some of the boys did not. Some of the boys did tell Anton to not go back to Georgia Harrison. Mm-hmm. I think this was around the time of the. No, it must have been around the time of the Casey thing. I was going to say the Mitch thing, but I don't even know if Tom was there for that. Uh, but that Anton stuck by his word, and he says he takes his hat off to him for that. Which kind of seems like everyone was... I mean, maybe Callum was, like, flowering up the language a little bit. Sure. But, like, kind of seems like everyone owned up to what was said. To what their thoughts were. Yeah, I mean... Well, at least Almost, from the guy's perspective. I don't right. Know. I was going to say Arabella is the only girl who said anything, but Arabella mm-hmm. also wasn't really involved in those chats right. where it's been a lot of like Sophie and Jess who have been having those yeah, Sophie chats. is very mean girl coded. I never thought that before. But these this... all these episodes, I'm like, oh, I don't think I would like her. I don't know if I would either. I mean, she's obviously she gets very defensive over josh in this situation so but in a shitty way yeah and josh also starts to get very defensive Mm -hmm. as everyone starts to say things and aren't saying the same things that he said um he seems to think that this whole situation is meant to make him look like an asshole and is like targeted towards him and Georgia and Anton are like, listen, you said 70%. I want to address the villa because that's a lot of the villa. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of get it. Like, I'm like not the kind of person to like necessarily do something like that. But I do think if somebody was like, listen, the majority of this place thinks this about you, but nobody had been saying it to me. I think I would want to. And I don't think it would be about the person who told me. I just feel like I would want to know, like, is this yeah. true? Which I think is the point of it. But Josh is, I mean, Josh is egotistical, obviously. Right. He thinks this is all an attack on him. Like to catch him in a lie. Right. Where I do think, you know, if, listen, if he gets caught up in the lie of it, like, I'm sure that would make Georgia feel better. But I Mm -hmm. do think it was to find out, are people saying this? It was like more, it was more about her and Anton than it was about Josh, for sure. Um, but Sophie and Josh eventually walk away. They say that the group discussion was pointless and they aren't doing it. Okay. Then don't, I guess. (laughs) And then it's bedtime. We hear some more conversations about the gossip between everybody, but nothing much of note. And then in the morning, the debriefs begin. And Sophie tells Josh that she does not think it was right for Georgia and Anton to bring everyone to the fire pit. She says it, she says that she doesn't think it was right for Josh to be made to look like a dick to the group. Um, which Josh thought, does a great job of doing that by himself. Like, yeah, like as a point of pride. I'm not like trying to be like, oh, look at this guy's an asshole. He's like, it's right. part of his personality. Right. He was piping up left and right during that ranking game. Right. Like the first to look at another couple and be like, that's you. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, but like, listen, in the name of honesty, right? Sure. That's fine. But mm-hmm. that like, doesn't excuse you from like, like that just makes you look how it makes you look. Yeah. Um, And also it's not like they sat there and were like, 
it wasn't like pointed at Josh. I just don't understand why he like is taking it as like such a thing against because him. Because he lied, I think, right. a little bit. Well, or he at least exaggerated. Yeah, def- definitely embellished. And he and he came up with this seventy percent figure, which right. unfortunately <laughs> is random. But it's also like a statistic that like somebody wants to fact check. <laughs> right. How many people are in the villa right now? Do we know? Let's see. There's six couples, so there's twelve. I 12, think twelve. So minus anton and georgia that's 10 so he's saying seven people yeah out of these 10 people are talking shit about you and if he had just been like 70 percent have doubts like that would ring more true but he had to like make it as shitty as he could i guess yeah because he wanted because he's honest and that that means telling it like it is even when it isn't right but (laughs) Uh, we see Adam say that he thinks some of Josh's ego got in the way last night, which I would definitely say is true. And Jess says that she thinks Josh felt like Georgia Harrison was trying to embarrass him last night, which she does not think was her intention. I would agree with that. And then we see Georgia Steele get a text, and the girls are going for a relaxing Galentine's Day spa day out mm-hmm. at a different pool. Um, we see them get ready to go and head out. We see some, I don't know if these are, these probably aren't technically debriefs anymore, but we see some more chats between some of the boys. Josh and Toby chat on the terrace about some more of the nonsense from the night before. And then we see Anton and Josh chat. Josh apologizes for blowing his lid the other night. Anton says he understands. He's like, listen, that happens in here. That's no big deal. Anton says he respects Josh for giving his opinion. And Josh says that there were people sitting at the fire pit lying and it made him feel like he was made out to be a liar. Um, They squash the beat. They have a hug. Um, I appreciate the fact that Anton isn't like, give me names. Who was it? You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because like, it doesn't matter. But also I do think part of it is maybe just because Anton wants to be in denial of it at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. I think this is, I mean, obviously we'll get into it more in these last couple episodes, but I think Anton is reaching the end of his generosity rope i feel like every time i see anton in another episode i'm like he looks more and more like beaten down Mm -hmm. like he just like i feel like this guy needs a break (laughs) yeah for sure um and some of that beating down is self-induced sure yeah definitely but some of it is self-induced because Uh, i mean all of it is self-induced right yeah yeah i agree um so we see the girls arrive to their spa day they have some sangria they do some self-care say that again they do some sa- they have some sangria. What? Whoa, why do you say it like that? Sangria? Yeah. What? Oh my god, what? How do you say it? Sangria. Oh, I don't know. Sangria. It sounds like you're <laughs> sounds like you're a vampire about to curse me. <laughs> you know what's another one is um uh the noodle. I'm gonna just uh the one noodle that isn't rigatoni it's not zd it's the other one that's like that same kind of same length penne yeah i say penne whoa i know i don't know why who are you my mom talking about in outlet stores <laughs> jc penne's <laughs> did she call jc penny's that it, I, it's something that she would do she's so cute yeah. i love her by the way i might post this on our instagram but she did shoot our shot at Hank Azaria from all so all you sent people. me that I was like who is that guy she is so funny uh tell the people what it was. yeah yeah so Hank Azaria is a is an actor he's like in <laughs> the Simpsons he's in the birdcage which is one of my favorite movies of all time right 
Um, and he's like, oh, he posted on Instagram, which, of course, my mom is following Hank Azaria on Instagram. But he's like, oh, I have COVID, so I'm bedridden. Uh, I guess I'll watch Love Island U- UK. Mm-hmm. And my mom, <laughs> in, in, the, in her, his comments, was like, you should listen to my son's podcast. <laughs> this is not Friendship Island, which is not the name, but I love you, mom. And she goes, Brendan McGurk. <laughs> Not doesn't tag me, doesn't tag the podcast. She is so <laughs> just funny. leaves my full name <laughs> in the comment. Did what I want to know is did she tell you that she did that or did you just you just also follow this guy and you saw the comment? I was I called her on the phone and I was talking to her. She's like, Oh yeah, uh <laughs> Hank Azaria has been watching uh Love Island UK, so I told him to listen to your podcast. <laughs> and so I went and found she it. She is so cute. I love her so much. Just full out. Brendan McGurks. <laughs> Look, figure it out. Look it up. I don't care. <laughs> no tags. No nothing. I love her. Oh love you, God. Cora. I love you, Cora. Yeah, I don't know why I say certain words. Like, I never. I didn't, sangria. I don't. The sangria doesn't sound weird. To, say it your way again. Sangria. Sangria. I don't know. Sangria. sangria. That doesn't like. It just sounds like you're speaking Latin. I love it. <laughs> Same with penne. I don't know why I say it. What, how do you say it again? Penne. 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 Okay. I don't know. <laughs> you. Re- I got really. I'm not saying I'm doing it right. No, I'm know. just saying I've never heard someone doing it the way you do it. I think you probably are saying it right. Um, people have called me out on the penne thing before, but I've never heard of. Nobody said anything about the sangria thing. <laughs> um, anyways, we see Sophie and George Harrison chat about the game. Sophie says them gathering the Islanders around the fire pit was a lot, and it seems like Josh got the shit end of it. Sophie says that she backs Josh because she knows things have been said. George Harrison says that Josh is her mate on the outside and she wished he had seen that she was forming a real connection. But at the end of the day, if people are saying things and not owning up to them, then those are the only people who are going to look bad. Not Josh, Mm -hmm. which is a good point. Like if Josh is that upset about other people lying, like, listen, rest assured the audience will see the truth. Right. So like. Maybe just sit quietly. (laughs) Um, Georgia Harrison says that she wants to stop letting these things affect her relationship with Anton. They have a hug. They say it's all good. She then continues to not do that. Oh, Georgia Harrison? Yeah. but Yeah, she definitely can't let it go. (laughs) Back at the villa, we see Callum get a text and it says the boys now have to plan a Valentine's Day date for the girls. They have a bunch of like, uh, like chocolates and like stuffed animals and things and... I'm bringing this up because social media really, really thinks it matters mm. um, that Callum told uh, Tom to pick the dog. I know. I noticed that. Also, I got to say I'm off the train again. I mean, the train is – I think the train is actually left without me at this the point. The train has been stopped on the tracks, and the Gestapo <laughs> raided it. All right? The train is no longer. <laughs> yeah, I do think they they uh, they took it for parts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The train ran into freaking Superman and it crumpled up on his shoulder. Yeah. The Superman is unfortunately Molly and Callum. <laughs> yeah, the train is no longer. Um, mm. But at this point, when this first episode came out, people were like begging for producers or for somebody to make sure that Molly knew that it was Callum who gave the idea to do the dog. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know if this this is controversial, but I don't think it matters. I mean, listen, Callum, they shared a dog together. 
Right. Callum has just known Callum her. Callum also th- misses the dog. Right. <laughs> he has mentioned as much. Uh, they've they've known each other for three and a half years, and I don't think it's weird for him to. Like, I don't think that there's anything behind it. You know what I mean? Right. Especially because like, in the last episode we're going to talk about, he does the same thing for Tom to Molly. Yeah. So it's he's just a good guy. Yeah. And I think if Molly knew that it was Callum who told Tom to grab the dog, which, by the way, is like a, it's a very small thing. They were there mm-hmm. were just a bunch of stuffed animals. Everyone got a stuffed animal. Um, I think if she knew, I think she would just be like. Oh, that's nice of him. Like, you right. know, I don't think she would like look into it as this like crazy yeah. gesture that like a hundred percent. There's still something there at the end of the day. And this this is coming for someone who's been on and off that fucking train all season. I don't think that this is it. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, So we see them all like grab their stuff to get ready. We go back to the spa day to see um, Georgia Steele chat to Arabella and Molly. And she says that the game upset her a bit and that she's drained of having to defend what her and Toby have, but she just wants to move forward. And Arabella says that her and Adam being the newest couple, she kind of understood the vote um, and that things feel really right with them so far. And here's the thing. I really do like Arabella. I, I kind of like Adam too. I after this last episode, I do. I kind of hated and loved him in this last episode. When we get there, he's just such. I think the thing is, he reminds me a little bit of my ex husband. Yeah. Um. And I, my ex husband is actually like a really cool person, so it's not like that. But he's also like kind of a cringy person. Yeah. <laughs> so he reminds me of that. <laughs> um. But I do. Actually, I I think it would almost be between them and Tom and Molly as to who my winners are. There's at the no moment. one left. <laughs> because for as quick as it is, um, and it is quick for mm-hmm. these two because they are the newest couple. Adam has not been here that long. It does feel like they really genuinely like each other. Like it does not seem fake. They are both goobers for sure. Goobers, big time. Okay, then it's nighttime. We see the girls come back while the boys are getting ready for the night. Adam tells the girls to go get ready because the boys have been planning a special night for them. We see them kind of finishing up their, they all have like their own little like spot around the villa that they've kind of like converted into their little date. Mm -hmm. Um, So we see the girls come outside, find their man, find their setup. So we see that Toby is set up around the fire pit for Georgia Steele. Um, He gives her a little heart headband and a teddy bear. I wrote that they make s'mores, but that's not true. It's just roasted marshmallows. I guess Mm. wishful thinking on my part. Damn, you're a third of the way there. Keep going, big guy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Give him the rest. Uh, Georgia Steele reads the Valentine's uh, card from Toby, which is very short. He really felt like his one line at the fire pit before mm-hmm. uh, bared repeating. <laughs> he said, what was it? Fortune favors the... The, bo- the brave and you're the bravest. Yeah, but isn't it the bold? The saying? Yep. 100%. But I mean, they're kind of the same. Yeah, I'm not I gonna. Agree. I'm not going to nitpick. It was cute i guess yeah uh they talk about being exclusive no well he they talk about being exclusive but toby asks if georgia Steele wants to be locked in which is like kind of troubling words <laughs> after covid haven't we all had enough i know you know what you i mean you want to be locked down <laughs> oh yeah that was locked down mm-hmm. oh my god there's too many locked off locked down locked in locked out um <laughs> nobody said that one in this um she doesn't answer but they have a kiss i think that's enough 
of an answer. Plus, I mean, Georgia Steele is like very giddy about Toby. So mm-hmm. I think it's safe to say that her answer is yes on being locked in. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about being locked in? I don't want another word. <laughs> I know, but like we're here now. You guys are seeing each other. Just say that. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I think it's like, I think they all, actually, no, I can't. I can't get into it. I can't because it is too confusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see Tom at the mini fire pit. Um, and Molly comes over. He shows her the dog and um, says it's her dog. Molly says that that's the sweetest thing that he's ever done for her. That anyone's ever done for her, actually, which can't be true, right? It, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. That's really sad. It, it makes me sad for her. It doesn't seem like Callum is a terribly romantic person, so actually maybe that is true. Well, Callum did it, so. Uh, Callum gave him the idea to pick up a stuffed dog, you know what I mean? He, uh, Tom did write the name on it. He did. He wrote Nelly. Um. Tom gives her this gift, which has like, it's like a box with a bunch of pieces of paper in it. And she pulls it out and it has a trait. And he tells her like, what about this trait? Like relates to her and why he because likes her. Her love language is words of affirmation. Correct. And I'll be, I can't wait for there to be a new thing that happens. That isn't where uh, love languages, you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, but it was very sweet. It was very nice. Tom seems to really be paying attention. Yeah. With her. That's the thing. Like, I feel like he could have arrived at the dog on his own mm. if he had enough time. <laughs> um, but it doesn't matter. We see Adam is... I don't actually know where Adam is. I wrote he's on the fire pit. He's on the but, terrace. Oh, he's on the terrace. Yeah, because of his poem. wonder why I wrote fire pit. But you were right. He is on the on terrace. On the terrace again where we had our first kiss. <laughs> Who would have thought we would have ended like this? <laughs> I cannot wait. I cannot wait for Islanders to find out that poems don't have to rhyme, dude. <laughs> it's going to be so sick. They're never going to figure that out. You're going to be holding your All of the best ones while. don't, just so you guys know. <laughs> uh, Arabella seems to really like the poem, though. Their whole, their segment, I mean, as the newest couple, is very, very short. We don't see that much. We just see the yeah. poem. And even later, I, I really appreciated this because later when the guys were talking about it, he's like, mm-hmm. I wrote her a poem. I didn't want to get, like, super sappy because we're still... Like, new. Like, mm-hmm. I appreciate that if you would think that he's there to play a game, he mm-hmm. would try to turn it up at the end. Yeah, you know? go all in really quick. And... Mm-hmm. But he seems to be, like, actually respecting the process and taking it slow. And Well, he is an adult at the end of the day. Again, he and he also came from an early season where, mm-hmm. like, it wasn't, it wasn't as obvious what was going to happen after. And also... You'll get it when you see his season, but like he wasn't like the other Islanders. You could probably tell now he's not like the yeah. other Islanders. He's not like the other girls. He's not like the other girls. Um, next, we see Callum is on one of the day beds. Um, he has a stuffed dog for Jess as well. Also, a fucking enormous chocolate cake, like Matilda level <laughs> chocolate cake. Like Brucey, go for it. Yeah, and he also <laughs> looks like waited zero time. From taking it out of the oven to frosting it, because that thing was a sloppy little boy. <laughs> yeah, and that's how you that's cool how the your cake, cakes, babes. That's how the cake looked on Matilda. That's so true. Ugh, that was a good looking cake on Matilda. I won't lie to it you. It was too. I don't like chocolate cake, so really? it wasn't for me. But it chocolate looked. Chocolate cake is the only cake I like. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, not for me, but. They both talk about how they knew each other before. They never thought that they would have, like, a connection at all. It was very surprising to both of them. And Callum says he feels like she matches him in such a good way and that he is very happy. Do you believe him? Yeah. Do you believe him? It's always so funny 
uh, when like Molly is talking about uh, Callum and Callum is talking about Molly because mm-hmm. they're always like, oh, my gosh. And you are so happy with Tom <laughs> and you're ha- happy with her. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like I think he likes her, but I don't think they're like in love. Yeah. I don't even there was a <laughs> there was a clip that came out of like, I don't know, some it was some content after Molly and Callum season, obviously. But for some reason, Georgia Steele was there, which was weird because she was from season four. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were like being asked questions. And um, Callum was asked like who his least favorite Islanders were. And he said, Jess and Eve. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> which is, of course, interesting now. I mean, I don't really think it matters that much because like even like when they were there, like Eve wasn't there for long and, and, Jess and him didn't like really interact that much. So like, mm-hmm. I don't really like, I don't really think it, it matters that much. It might've just been like the only people he could think of at the time when he right. thought back about his season. Um, but I do think it's kind of funny that like people were like posting the clip now as like proof of something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, next we see Sophie and Josh. They have a little spread with some like meat and cheese, a sangria. <laughs> it also looked like they had garlic bread which i was like that's sick whoa josh tells sophie that he feels like he can trust her with anything and that she has his back sophie says that she is so happy and she feels very lucky that she has met him lastly we see anton has set up a meditation date for him and georgia harrison he sets up some yoga mats he like leads them into the meditation he says it's a love meditation where he like talks through uh, their journey, and I wrote, "He's so precious." And I said, "This is so thoughtful of him for like a gift for her." Mm-hmm. He also gives her like a handmade Valentine's Day card, which was sweet. It had like a nice message in it. And this episode ends just seeing all of our couples, uh, very loved up on their dates. Episode 32 opens back the same night. The dates have ended now, and the girls and the boys are all sitting together. They all chat about their dates. Everyone is on cloud nine. You know what I mean? It's like, and they all take time to talk through each and every one of their dates. And considering we just talked about them, I'm not going to do that. Yep. So uh, Molly tells Arabella that she has yet to find a fault in Tom. She says he is the nicest person she's ever met. Molly says that she is catching feels and she feels so comfortable around him now. Arabella asks uh, her how she feels about Callum after what Jess said about their date. Molly says that she's so happy for him and Jess. And she says that Callum's family will love her and that they seem very compatible, which I think says a lot to like bring Mm -hmm. up that she thinks Callum's family will like Jess. I feel like there's not much more she can give in terms of her blessing. Right. And again, this is coming from someone who's been on the train, but babes, we gotta like, again, the train's gone. It's been scrapped for parts. Indeed. There's nothing left of the train. Um, And then we see Georgia Harrison chat with Josh at the fire pit. Georgia tells him that she felt like if he was a true friend, he would have supported her in her relationship and been happy for her. Georgia says that she feels like he must have some ulterior motives in speaking about her couple like that. And Josh says that he got asked and gave his opinion, which he stands by. Georgia Harrison says he ran away last night at the fire pit instead of standing by his word and calling out who was lying. It was very funny because she feels the need to, like, get up. And... Yeah, she, like, acted it out. <laughs> which seems very unnecessary because everyone knows what running looks like. 
She's like, you did this. And then just walked away. <laughs> she just runs. <laughs> He's like, I didn't run away. I left. Right. It's like, okay. Georgia Harrison says she doesn't feel like he has been a friend to her and that as friends, they are done. Josh doesn't really seem like he could care, which is, again, why I don't think that they could really be that true of friends. Well, yeah, I just don't think he to to be like 100 percent generous with him. Mm -hmm. I think that it is possible that he does care. But in showing that he cares, he thinks would be like proving that he was in the wrong. Yeah. Not that that's a generous take. I'm just trying to, like, empathize with him. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he's like stupid. He's an idiot. (laughs) I was trying to think of like my closest two guy friends, mm-hmm. you and Corwin, and I'm like, let's go. How- <laughs> uh, made the cut. <laughs> <laughs> How like if this was that situation, I'd be like, I was like, neither of you would ever like be so okay with me being like, we're done as friends because of your like this opinion about like, yeah. I just it just doesn't ring true. And granted, those are just my friendships, but like that's all I can. Like, that's all that's all I can come with. Well, um, I would argue that's because we're like. Uh, good people. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I'm just like, I don't think that they're real friends. I just don't think real friends mm-hmm. would be that OK with. And in the, not just on Josh's side, Georgia Harrison's mm-hmm. as well. I just don't feel like real friends are that quick to, like, write somebody off. And I'm a. I'm a bridge burner, but like mm-hmm. real friends, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but I've I learned long ago. <laughs> How that, long? Like, uh, I don't know, ten years ago. Whoa! That like you don't give unsolicited opinions on people's relationships, relationships. because like and I, guess- I did that before, and then. <laughs> My friend didn't really fuck with me after that. I guess in Josh's defense, it was not unsolicited. I mean, it kind of was. It was in the name of the game is, I think, his But what's more important, the game or your friendship? Well, sure. But if you're going to be like, he, I think he could make an argument for it being solicited is all. I agree, but. I also think that he could have given his opinion in a way that wasn't trying to be an asshole right and none of this would happen in a way that was again another reason i don't think they're that good of friends because if they were you would know how honest you can be with somebody if you're that right if you're bet quote-unquote best friends Mm -hmm. which i don't think they are but instead of like i'll say it to your fucking face like you're trying to like is this a a ufc like (laughs) press conference what is going on Uh, Then it's bedtime. Josh tells Sophie how the chat went with Georgia Harrison while they're in bed. And he says that the friendship is over. Nothing else of note, really. In the morning, the debriefs begin. Everyone talks about their dates from the night before again. And guess what? What? We're in our loved up era. Oh, shit. (laughs) Doesn't it kind of feel like that? Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) I I, I have like war flashbacks to australia uh, but... good thing we made it through our make or break era <laughs> yeah we kind of did <laughs> um georgia harrison does bring up to callum her conversation with josh from the night before and how it has essentially ended their friendship and then josh gets a text and says that the boys are leaving for a boys day out today and you know what this did kind of upset me a little bit why because i was like the girls left for a girls day the boys had to plan like right things right 
Then the boys leave for a boys' day. I was like, oh, that's cool. They're going to make the girls, like, do a cute little thing. The girls got to talk to their friends, dude. I would be so pissed if I came back and all the girls were like, yeah, I talked to my best friend today. Uh-huh. I would be like, why, why didn't I get to? I sit on the to? beach I kicked a soccer, soccer ball, ball with, this, <laughs> with the same four. That's, like, literally what, like, that, that was, like, the, the bridge-building exercises that, like, U.S. soldiers did in Afghanistan. They would, like, throw them soccer balls and be like, look, now you love us. And you know they made them sit there for so long. Yeah. They're like, you can't play with the soccer ball yet. We're not ready yet. Yeah. And they're just like, all right. <laughs> and they're like, now you can't stop playing with the soccer ball. We haven't got enough 60 frames <laughs> per second B-roll of you doing it. Uh, Georgia Harrison <clears throat> says that when she finally got around to chatting to Josh, she was really not in a good place. She says she feels like he is letting her down as a friend. And Georgia Steele says that it wasn't about Josh. It was about Georgia Harrison getting things off her chest in regards to the, um, you know, the whole thing at the fire pit. And we see Sophie overhearing parts of this conversation. She is very over the whole thing. She's like, this whole thing is boring. I don't understand why Georgia Steele is piping up. Um, And she says that she's going to kick off if they keep talking about it. Like, why are you? Why? Why do you care? <laughs> Anton doesn't care. I know. Why do you care? I don't know why. I don't know why Sophie cares so much. And then it's like, why is Georgia Steele not allowed to talk to her friend about it? Like, what do you mean? Why is she piping up? Yeah. She's just talk. I don't know. Um, Sophie's feeling very defensive over Josh in this moment. And whether that's because at her core, she thinks that Josh acted like an asshole or if she is as good at digging her heels in as him. I don't know. <laughs> Very um, weird. It's something. And then we see Arabella gets a text and it says that while the boys are gone, the girls are getting video calls from home. They all immediately start crying like right away. <laughs> and then we see the boys arrive to their little beachy area with their little basket of beers and their, their football. We see Josh tell Toby and Callum about his conversation with Georgia from the night before, and he says he isn't going to cry over spilled milk. Again, not something you say if a best friend and you have fallen out. That's right. just me. That's not milk. That's your friendship. <laughs> your friendship. That's not milk. <laughs> Toby talks about Although it looks like their friendship aged like milk. hey <laughs> Good one. Thanks. <laughs> Sangria. <laughs> Sangria. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Now I don't know which one I say. <laughs> and that's now we're in now we're good. Now we're <laughs> neuroplasticity. You know, we're ready to change. Uh Toby talks about being closed off with Georgia and uh how much it means to him. And he says he does not care about being cringy. And then back at the villa, we see the phone calls start or the video calls rather. Sophie goes first. She gets a call from her sister Rochelle, who looks exactly like her. Yep. They look so much alike. Rochelle makes a point to ask if it's a real thing with Josh and that she can't always tell, which is interesting. Yep. It's very interesting because I don't think I've questioned um, if Sophie is genuine with Josh. It seemed real enough. But, but... I also thought Sophie was like a chill person until very recently. So Right. Uh, Sophie says that her and Josh align so much and she really does like him. Rochelle says that, you know, her and the family are warming to him a bit more now. But when the Joanna thing was happening, you know, they weren't certain. They didn't like him as much at first. And Rochelle says that she hopes that his intentions match up on the outside. 
And then Georgia Steele gets a call next, and it's from her. I was so confused about the random past Islanders on some of these phone calls. So Georgia Steele gets a call from Danny Dyer, who is from her season. Yeah, I thought it was at first I was like, oh, damn, she didn't get any of her friends or family to call. That's embarrassing. And then as it goes on, it's just friends. As yeah, as it goes on, it's like I think they prioritize Islanders. And I was like, yeah. Now Sophie couldn't get any Islanders to talk to her. I wonder why. Well, to be fair, uh, Jess didn't. Um, Molly didn't get an Islander. Arabella didn't get an Islander. It was just the uh, the Georgias both get Islanders. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I know you didn't. You those other people could have been Islanders for all you. I knew, thought they but- were. <laughs> Um, Danny says that she knew from the beginning that Toby was for her. And she says to not worry about the public opinion. Danny tells her to let her guard down and trust in Toby. And Georgia says she knows she is in the right couple now. And she tells her that they are exclusive. They both talk about that, how they have no fucking clue what that means. Uh, Danny is like asking her if like, does that mean you guys are boyfriend, girlfriend, Georgia's like, I have no clue, to be honest. Danny's like, you should ask him. She's like, I can't do that. <laughs> um, and, of course, Danny asks if Molly and Callum are going to get back together. And Georgia Steele says that she thinks it's over. Which, honestly, I'm half surprised that she said that. Oh, really? Yeah. You thought she was going to Just because it was another chance for drama. <laughs> or I'm surprised she didn't be like, no, it's over. I think he still has feelings for me. <laughs> I think she knows at this point, getting so close to the end, it would not serve her to cause that kind of drama. I mean, it wouldn't serve her on the show. It might serve her emotionally. Maybe. That's true. Maybe. And Georgia Harrison gets a call from Olivia Atwood. I felt like that was so random, but I don't know who's friends with who. Um, Olivia tells her that Anton is amazing, exactly the type of guy she needs, and she tells her to lean into the relationship and let it happen as it does. Olivia lets her know that her mom is happy, that she's proud of her. She was, uh, when she asks how the Casey thing looked, she was like, I was howling about the granddad thing, (laughs) which was funny. Yeah. She's like, because that's you. That's so you. I think she said, because that's so you, because she's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. I think she's going to be offended by the fact that I was laughing at it. (laughs) Um, Georgia asks her how things look on the outside in terms of like the situation with her and Josh. Uh, Olivia says that she's disappointed in the way that Josh has been to her as a friend. Um, and then Olivia is on the set of her. I don't know if it's a show or a podcast or what it is, but her co-host or the person who is with her there um, makes a point to come in and says that there are a lot, there's a lot of speculation on the outside regarding Callum and Molly getting back together. This happens in almost every call. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, you weren't is, the only one with the ticket. That's all it's I'm saying. So interesting. Well, of course I knew I wasn't the only one with the ticket. My God, the amount of people who were on the train was crazy. Um, but it's very interesting. The fact that these are like friends and not family. I feel mm-hmm. like people, and especially the former Islanders as well, like making a point to be like. Listen, this is being said on the outside. Mm. Like, you guys should know about it type of thing. Yeah, I think they were prepped. Yeah, it is interesting. I wonder what the producers thought that was going to accomplish. You know what I mean? Who knows? With two episodes left, what did they think it was going to actually push them back together and that was going to be? No, maybe 
Or maybe it's also just preparing them for like the fact that outside of this, just so you guys know, people were crazy about the fact that you guys could like rekindle something. If I had to be like generous on what the producers were like trying to accomplish here. Yeah. If I'm assuming that like the producers are telling mm-hmm. all these people, maybe they're like, listen, if Molly or Callum have a chance of winning, they need to make it abundantly clear that mm-hmm. there is nothing between here. Right. So like. This is your chance to be, uh, once and for all be like, there is nothing that will ever happen between us. Mm-hmm. So you have to consider us as new people, as new couples, mm-hmm. because if you still think they're going to get back together, you wouldn't trust the couples that they're in. Right. And if that is their intention, that's fucking crazy of the producers also who have been the people and like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. editing together the longing looks mm-hmm. and everything like crazy you're like okay that backfired new plan (laughs) um in between calls here we see georgia harrison talk to the girls a bit she mentions that there was talk um about molly and callum georgia harrison says that she heard the same molly seems very surprised georgia harrison talks about josh and how that went on her call with olivia and sophie says that she felt like it was squashed and can it just be done already dude shut up it's not about you they get to talk about whatever they want to talk about (laughs) games be like okay now forget about it that's not how it works right and apparently if they were such good friends on the outside you should like it wouldn't be that easy right like to just like forget about it Mm -hmm. if i stop being friends with you josh would never fucking hear the end of it like it would be the only thing i talk about for a long time like it was for me and uh my friend corwin when we we Mm -hmm. fell out for a while and it was like the only thing i talked about for like years right (laughs) um next jess gets her call it's from her friend demi They both say that they are surprised that she ended up coupled up with Callum. Demi says that she can see that he is her type. Demi tells her that there was a lot of talk online about Callum and Molly potentially getting back together. Um, But she does like kind of make a point to be like, you know, there's nothing that like I've seen on the show that says that it's just like, that is what people are saying online. Mm -hmm. Um, Next we see Molly. She goes and she gets a call from her friend Sophie with her dog. Her dog is very cute. He looks like a Pomeranian Mm -hmm. or a Pomeranian mix at least. Molly immediately starts to cry when she sees her dog, which made me cry. Admittedly, I've been a little emotional, (laughs) so I cry easily right now. Um, And Sophie says that she feels like Tom is really nice and giving her a lot and that Callum did not get her, which I think is an important thing to make note of. Yeah, at least someone's fucking being like, hey, you shouldn't get back together. Right. Well, like, you know, her best friend in real life would, I'm sure, have seen the problems. Right. Molly says that her and Callum have gotten to a point where they are friends. Uh, Sophie asks that the chapter is completely closed. Molly says yes. Sophie says that the UK public really wants them together, and it's been a lot. Which I'm sure is just exactly what Molly wanted to hear more of. But again, I do think if nothing else, it serves as a warning for what social media looks like on the outside for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, the amount of, like, times that I'm just scrolling on my TikTok and I see uh, edits of the two of them. No, no. Like, oh, God, like, coming out of the villa and seeing just edits upon edits of you and your ex. That's got to be rough. That would be that would be hard. So at least, if nothing else, she has a little inkling as to what is waiting for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, Arabella gets a call from her friend Charlotte. Charlotte tells her that everyone loves her. 
and that she knew as soon as she saw Adam that he had Arabella written all over him. Arabella says that the situation with Toby was really hard, and Charlotte says that once she saw Adam walk in, she saw her face light up, and she knew that she was going to be okay, which is very sweet. Mm -hmm. And then we see all the boys come back from their day out. The girls all hug them and tell them about their calls, and that brings us into episode 33. We open the same day, but everyone's getting ready for the night. We see Arabella tell Adam about her chat with her friend Charlotte and how supportive she was. Adam says um, she still makes him nervous sometimes, and he had never expected them to have such an instant connection. So everyone kind of sits down and talks with their person about their call. George Harrison tells Anton about Olivia and how she was disappointed about how Josh spoke about her and Anton as a couple. And she says she's going to leave it now and that she feels like her feelings are valid. She's going to leave it. Put a pin in it? Eh, if you feel like it. All right. <laughs> uh, Georgia Harrison tells Anton that her mom has been texting Olivia and telling her how much she loves Anton and she can't wait for them to meet. Don't worry, it'll pass. <laughs> it? Um, yeah, you don't have to meet. <laughs> Sophie tells Josh, Jess, and Callum about her call from her sister and how supportive she was. And she starts talking about how Georgia Harrison is pissing her off because she keeps talking about Josh. But you keep talking about her, keep talking about Josh. And it seems like (laughs) that's an issue. Well, but she would just say to that probably, I wouldn't have anything to say if Georgia Harrison would just shut up. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Georgia Steele tells Toby about her call from Danny and how confusing the whole exclusive thing is. Toby also agrees. Uh, They're both kind of like, what does it mean? And both of them are like, I don't know. It's just what we're supposed to say, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, He kind of describes it like, you know, we're locked down in here, but on the outside world, you know, we haven't met each other's families yet. We don't want to, like, go fully boyfriend-girlfriend because, like, what if those parts of our lives don't mesh? Mm -hmm. It's just so funny because Georgia is doing that thing where she's trying to be a cool girl, but also really, really cares. Uh She's like, so, like, are we... (laughs) Are you my boyfriend? Because it's like, I don't care if we're not. You want to know. We see Jess tell Callum, Josh, and Sophie about uh, her call from her friend Debbie and the speculation on the outside that Callum and Molly will get back together. Callum is confused about all of it, and he says that that chapter is closed. We see Molly tell Tom about her call, that she saw her dog. She said she cried, and she says that her family and friends really seem to like Tom. And nothing else, and that was it. And nothing else. (laughs) What did you feel about that choice for her to not mention at this moment? It's probably a fuck-up. Yeah, it seems like although she wants to erase it as a thing... It's like you have to address it. I'm, you like, have to. You have to. Tom goes on the outside not knowing about all that. It's mm-hmm. just a little weird. That's all. Mm-hmm. Georgia H, Anton, Arabella and Tom chat next. And Arabella and Georgia Harrison bring up how often it was brought up in the phone calls from home that Molly and Callum are, I guess, expected to end up back together. Yeah, I just think it's funny. All of this issue is like around the verbiage on how everyone is talking about it mm, what do you mean because to me, everyone is being purposely vague and say and like, i think callum does a good job of like cutting to like the actual point where it's like everyone just wants this fairy tale ending yeah but everyone's like the public see that they could get back together or like the public is rooting for them to get back yeah. together. It's, it's not just like it would be it would be the most entertaining option 
if these two get back together. And at every point, they're being more and more vague about the language mm-hmm. to where it would s- sow doubt in, mm-hmm. in, in him, in Tom. Definitely. And he looks very surprised, especially because he just had had a chat with Molly and she didn't mention it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's worried that maybe there's something he's missing. Georgia H. and Arabella both try to explain that it's the public's speculation, not that it's anything that's happening in the villa, and that Molly has always been very clear that there is nothing left there. Right. We see Molly and Arabella chat next. Molly seems very frustrated that Arabella has gone to Tom and mentioned all of this outside speculation. We also see Anton tell Callum about it in the kitchen with the other islanders. Arabella and Molly eventually go back to the kitchen with the others where they continue to bicker about the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, Arabella insists that Tom is not annoyed, which I don't know is like necessarily it's maybe not necessarily true, but I think she's he trying to be like pretty visibly annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> she's trying to be like, I didn't piss him off. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it was going to come out eventually though. And Molly says that the other Islanders, she says that the other Islanders should have told her to tell Tom, which I, is interesting. That's true. It seems like, you just should have. And you, sh- you should you should have known to tell him. Like, right. Because, like, it was a topic of conversation in, like, four out of those six calls. Mm-hmm. Including your own, by the way. I would say about 70% of the calls. Oh, my God. So would I. <laughs> um, we see Callum talk to Jess about the calls and how frustrating it is to hear since him and Molly are, like, finally friends again and in, like, a good mm-hmm. place. He says that Molly is oh. happy with Tom and he is happy with Jess. By the way. Mm-hmm. In the chat that Molly and Arabella, uh-huh. this is like so little, it doesn't really matter. Go on. But like Arabella's like, I didn't know at the time that you didn't talk to him right. about it, which later she actually <laughs> says the opposite. But, right. <laughs> so that was a lot. She was just lying, but that's fine. Uh, next we see Tom and Molly chat. Molly says that she didn't say anything to Tom before because she felt like it was totally irrelevant and she didn't want to make it more of a thing. She knows it's ridiculous, which I understand all of that. But, like, it doesn't – it's not a good reason not to tell him, mm-hmm. I guess. She says that there is nothing there with her and Callum at all and that people were just rooting for them to make their way back to each other for, like, the TV of it all, honestly, like you said. Tom says that if there was even a 1% chance he would want to know, Molly says that there is not. And they say that it is squashed. And this is when, like, there's nothing left. The train's already gone mm-hmm. at this point. It's like, what, am I going to not believe them now? Yeah. Um, it see- would be fucking so crazy, though. <laughs> next episode. Yeah, next episode, there's, like, one final recoupling. And they're like, <laughs> eh, eh. <laughs> Everyone bring back, brings back their parts of the train that they stole. <laughs> yeah. We all try to glue it back together. <laughs> How fucking crazy would that be if in these next two episodes uh, they get back together? Ugh. all right back on the train (laughs) we see georgia harrison and josh go for a chat again which seems pointless to me Mm -hmm. josh says that he wants to know how her call went georgia says that she had asked olivia if josh had been a good friend to her and that she was disappointed (coughs) josh says that his intentions are just to be honest and georgia harrison says that um olivia would have been honest with her if she had dealt with it wrong Josh. It's also just funny because he's like, if I lied to you, I'd be a bad friend. But mm-hmm. since I told the truth, I'm a bad friend. So what could I do? Keep it to yourself. Like, that's the answer. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. Or address it in, like, a nicer way, dude. Mm-hmm. 
Georgia Harrison says it's interesting that Olivia didn't mention 70% of the villa talking badly about her and Anton. Mm-hmm. Um, she's stuck on that 70%. You never should have given her a statistic. That's mm-hmm. crazy. <laughs> um, they say that they squash it, but they also like George is like, you know, we'll be cool. We live here, but like, we're not, we're not going to be like we were. Right. Which again, Josh doesn't seem like he cares about if you ask me. Um, Callum and Molly chat about the calls, trying to figure out where the speculation is coming from. Um, and I wrote as a person from which was on the train, it comes from delusion. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. All. <laughs> it comes from like, wouldn't it be cool if? Yeah, I feel like that's not that hard to understand. Which you know me, mm-hmm. uh, that's where I live. Right. I love. Wouldn't it be cool if? Yeah, wouldn't like, it be crazy? The whole soccer player coming back to America. Right. Yeah, he hasn't. So far, he has not come back. But I'm But I was still... like, this is a big game. They're not mm-hmm. going to talk about it. He's just going to show up when they announce the lineup. In your defense, he was in the chat on the last game being like, hee hee, I am back. I don't know. I might be <laughs> back soon. Wink, but wink. But he has not been. <laughs> he has not been. No. Um, they both talk about being grateful for having a friendship at the end of this and being, you know, happy for the other with their couple um they even make a point to shake hands at the end of this chat for to not confuse anybody else with the same delusion yeah, shake that hands I and had. not look each other in the eyes <laughs> which i thought was very funny yeah me too um we see georgia harrison and georgia Steele are talking about the whole exclusive thing how confusing it is if locked off is better than exclusive georgia harrison asks anton if they are locked off which one is better? They he kind said, of go no, back and we're forth. exclusive. Yeah, but eventually he just yells over to her, do you want to be my girlfriend? And you can tell this this catches Georgia Harrison off guard. She's like, I really don't is the issue, but she, I can't say that. She's like, uh, is not that a conversation we should have later? He says, nah. And she does end this by saying, I am your girlfriend. And I wrote, I am fucking confused. I don't believe you. I am confused as to why you said that. Yeah, because he was... <laughs> doing this thing where he was trying to pretend like none of this matters like right literally this is all of this shit doesn't matter but we know you at the same time anton we know you yeah he was trying he was trying to act cool yeah but um, Anton's not a cool girl yeah he's not unfortunately love him but he's not Be- yeah because he she was like no we're exclusive and she's like well georgia Steele thinks that locked off is better than exclusive he's like fine you want to be my girlfriend then? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> Shouldn't we have this conversation later? <laughs> um, And then it's bedtime. Nothing much of note, but everyone does make fun of Tom for, like, apparently before he kisses Molly, he goes, mm. mm-hmm. Which mm. is what I do before I eat a sandwich. But... Oh, okay. I was like, oh, <sighs> God. Do you actually? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think that was like a... A, a meme from uh it's always sunny in philadelphia when mm-hmm. mac was fat he would just go like oh, 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 oh god when he was eating um in the morning georgia harrison says that she had a dream that she had a baby anton is like i'm sorry what uh and she says that babies symbolize new beginnings in dreams i hate when i have dreams about having had a baby yeah and i always like lose it like, that's what happens. It's like, I have one and I know I do, but I don't know where I put it. Ooh. So, I don't know what... If anyone is really good at these kinds of things, if you could analyze that for me and get back to me. I don't think they mean anything. Do you ever have dreams about having a baby? No. 
Not like obviously not like giving birth, but just like being a father. I don't think so. No. Interesting. Not and you want to be a father. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Um, all of the debriefs happen inside because the weather is shitty. So we see some more chats about the calls, the Calamali thing, the Georgia Harrison Josh thing. Nothing new happens from the debriefs. And once they end, I guess the weather is better because they all go outside very, very briefly before it's nighttime. Mm-hmm. We see Tom grab Callum for a chat about the situation with the public's opinions. Callum insists that there's nothing there. And I wrote, there couldn't be a more boring chat between two men <laughs> than these two. Because the the most interesting thing about both of these for me is usually the women they're with. Mm-hmm. At least Tom, for sure. Tom was only interesting in his season because of Sammy. He's only interesting here because of Molly. Um, Callum is okay. He is boring, though. Like, he just is. Yeah. Um, and we see Adam ask Arabella how she feels after getting into it with Molly the night before. Um, after she told the thing about the thing to Tom about the public's opinions. She says that she is okay. She knew it was going to come out and that she felt like it was best if it was going to come out from anyone other than Molly, that it would come from her because she is Molly's best friend there. Oh, so you admit that you knew? <laughs> oh my God. I know it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and then it's nighttime already. Very, very, very short daytime. We see Callum and Molly chat again. Molly says that she has been opening up to Tom slowly. Callum asks um, if there is anything that he could do to help her open up to Tom because he thinks that Tom would really appreciate that, mm-hmm. which I think is very funny. It's kind of cute. It's it's very odd. Well, this is what I was talking about, like mm-hmm. the whole like dog thing from earlier. Yeah. He's like, but look, you should do the sweet thing for him he would because like he it. would like it. Right. You know? Yeah. Callum tells her to make Tom her boyfriend tonight, and she's like, eh, maybe not that. Yeah, I don't know what fuck with that. <laughs> We see Georgia, Harrison, and Anton. They're, like, chatting. They're, like, kissing. The subtitle that pops up first is squelching, which is gross. They start to bicker about kissing. And then Georgia Harrison says that Anton can be judgmental. And he's like, me? Me? Mm -hmm. Me? I'm judgmental? And then Anton says... That if there is anyone self less selfish in the relationship, that it's him. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, did I miss something? Because she didn't say selfish. Yeah. yeah. And this is something? where I'm like, no, you didn't miss oh, anything. Oh, okay. This is where I'm like, this Anton is done. Like, yeah. He's done trying. Because <clears throat> he said something. And the thing he was talking about, he's like, oh, if you want to go kiss someone, go kiss someone else. Yeah. Then. Like, he was trying to joke. Yeah. Because like the... The whole the reason it started is because they had like a loud kiss or something, and mm-hmm. he was like, "It wasn't even me this time." And right. she was like, "They were like, it was like play fighting at first about like right. who was making the kiss loud, right?" And then it just like devolved from there into like an actual fight, right? Which was weird, but like I and then she's like, "Nothing has to be this serious, like it doesn't have to be serious all the time," which is just like. Okay, then don't date Anton. You know what I mean? Like, right. you don't get the whole, like, making big gestures to make you feel good. And you don't get the whole, like, I'm trying to experience the spirituality with you. You don't get mm-hmm. that. And then also get to be like, oh, well, when you're feeling something, you don't get to. Right. Like, he he's obviously a very feeling person. Mm-hmm. So you have to take all of it Anton. or none of it. You don't get both. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I think at this point he's like, listen, I've been 
putting in the work. I've been trying to break down these barriers, but I think he's realizing that like these aren't barriers. It this is, is just who she is. A fruitless endeavor. Right. At the end of the day. Yeah. I was so confused as to how all of a sudden it became a thing about who is selfish. Yeah, that seemed like a little bit of a Freudian slip right? to me, but uh, we unless see- they did some like weird editing. Yeah, I I don't know. And I mean, I do wonder how often they have these little bickering chats because I think mm-hmm. this is like if I had seen them like this throughout, I would have been like, they're not compatible. There's no shot. No, I think this is I think this might be a more and more common thing happening. Yeah, maybe so. Um, we see Tom and Molly chat on the terrace. She says that she knows it takes longer for her to open up. She says that she really likes him and she is excited to like, you know, proceed on the outside. She said she's getting more comfortable with him. She really wants something serious. Tom says that it's very nice to hear. He agrees with everything she said and they both say that they are very happy. And I said, well, they're my, they're my winners and I didn't see that coming. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, and then Molly gets a text and it says that the hideaway is open and everyone chooses actually different people, which was yeah. also very surprising. Um, I figured it would have been Tom and Molly. Me too. Have Josh and Sophie gone though? No. So maybe even it would have been them. But Molly says the loudest, Adam and Arabella, which I'm not too surprised about. Arabella seems like her bestie there. And mm. Molly got the text. So I guess... At the end of the day, she feels like she has the authority. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see the two of them get ready. Adam puts on his little wrestling underwear and his combat boots. Yeah. And uh, he leaves the combat boots on the whole time. I'm like, get off that fucking bed in those boots. <laughs> I wrote, I don't love it. It is what it is. He throws Arabella over his shoulder. She looks happy about she- it. Was like, again, again. Oh, my God. I Do know. another move on me. Yeah, they, so they get to the hideaway. Adam does some tricks. He spins her around. He throws her on the bed. And I, I'll be honest, I smiled a lot watching this. Yeah, it it was, really did genuinely seem like they were having fun. It was cute in, like, the most cringy way I could possibly imagine. But in a way that seemed really kind of real. Yeah. And I think... Uh, <laughs> it's real in the way that that couple... In that one vine that they're like, what the fuck? Is that allowed? Yeah. <laughs> they are that couple that was kissing in Subway. <laughs> Do you remember at my wedding, the couple who was spinning each other so crazy? Yes, <laughs> dude. <laughs> this was almost, very them coded. Was, they almost knocked out other people who weren't even on the day. They almost floor. knocked out your mother-in-law. <laughs> I was like you need to chill out (laughs) and they weren't like even dancing they were just like spinning for the sake of spinning (laughs) they were like holding each other's hands and spinning so fucking fast it was was the scene in titanic where rose goes down to like where the um Mm. like the poor people are on the boat and they do that thing where they're like they're locked in they're like their fists in front of each other and they're they're, like leaned all the way back and just like spinning it was that yeah um (laughs) Uh, but it kind of reminded me of that. And um, Those were weirdos, huh? <laughs> yeah, I do love them, though. They're good people, but they are big, big weirdo energy there. Yeah. Um, but I was like, I genuinely think definitely Arabella is having a good time. She loves this. She's having so much fun. I'm like, part of me just think thinks Adam likes play. He just likes wrestling. So he's still, he's like showing off his moves. And I think he just yeah. likes that. Um. We see them pop some champagne. They have some chocolate. They have some chocolate and some strawberries, and they dip the chocolate in the strawberries, which makes sense. But there's another little 
So they have. <laughs> let me start up. No, no, you don't have to do that. Okay. <laughs> they have the strawberries, right? Uh huh. And there's this little like glass pitcher that says chocolate mm-hmm. for which they dip the strawberries and then they become chocolate covered strawberries. Sure. But they also have another one that says strawberry. They can dip the strawberries in strawberry and then That's they'll be strawberry covered strawberries. That's kind of a little fucked up, don't you think? <laughs> Is, oh, it's fucked up. I thought I would it's like, like blaving, to try that. Ba- bathing in the blood of your enemies. I guess. <laughs> I, no, I actually don't guess. I don't think so. But I think I would like to try that. Strawberry covered strawberries? We were just talking about strawberries and coffee. Yeah, last I was night. like, because <laughs> I was thinking, because I love strawberry milk. And um, I was, the reason it came up in my head is because I really wanted like a frosty chino, because we were talking about milkshakes. Mm-hmm. And frosty chinos are amazing, if you don't know. It's, I don't know. Uh, I got everyone in my old work turned on to them. They are cold brew from Wendy's, and then instead of creamer, they put in melted Frosty. Hmm. It's so good. It is so good. And I really like the strawberry Frosty. So I'm like, why is everyone so afraid to put strawberries in coffee? Is it is it not good? Have people already decided it's not good, and I just didn't know? And I, I do still wonder. And I said, this because no one has the stones that you got. <laughs> no one's I, brave enough before you. Maybe. And I think you are, I think you have the power to change the world. I think we should get milkshakes tonight before we watch the soccer game. Oh, <laughs> dude, I'll get pizza if you get milkshakes. I'll get milkshakes and buffalo chicken dip. Oh. Ah. Oh. Hell yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, back to the episode. Uh, they say that they are naturally gravitating towards each other, and Arabella says she is ready for proceeding on the outside together. Cute. Then it's bedtime. We see Adam giving Arabella a massage. And it's so hard to take him seriously because he's still in his little flex pants, mm-hmm. which is what it says on the butt. That's his, his wrestling name. And flex. also, every time he catches a mirror, you see him flexing, dude. <laughs> every single chance he gets. He, he's a lot bigger than I thought. Yeah. Yeah, he's a big boy. But yeah, every time he just sees himself in a mirror, he gives a little double overhand flex. Yeah, well, I guess he's got the right wrestling name then, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so at bedtime also, we see that things are a bit awkward between Anton and Georgia Harrison. And I wrote, poor boy just looks exhausted yeah. from the up and down with him. And then we like cut to what seems like later in the night. And Anton turns to Georgia Harrison and tells her that he has tried to be there for her. He hasn't felt the same from her. She gets upset. She says it doesn't need to be this deep. And Anton eventually says like, fuck this. And he gets up and he goes to sleep in the little bed in the living room. Which is, like, again, not – this is what I was saying. Like, you don't get to have a fully 100% pers- supportive person in your life yeah. without a little bit of reciprocation. And he's – whether you think it's justified or not, he is not feeling good right yeah, now. Yeah, she's just kind of, like, belittling his feelings yeah. at the end of the day. Right. Which is not very spiritual of you. <laughs> You're acting like you just got off of an economy flight right now, okay? <laughs> Someone's chakras aren't aligned. I know. <laughs> and that's the end of this episode. And um, I will say we got a little clip uh, for Did you watch the, the little clip at the end? No. For Sunday's be- episode? Only because 
in my head we had monday's episode and that was it and then when i saw sunday night on and i was like oh no we have another episode it's so funny because i forgot too and i was like there's no fucking shot this is the episode before the final there's no way Mm -hmm. um but it shows all of the previous islanders oh yeah i did coming back and they called it Judgment Day. Is that what they called it on games? I can't I don't remember. Because is it going to be like the same thing where they vote? Well, that'd be crazy if they like they not, they get to pick who's going to the finale. Yeah. Because there's still, what, six couples you said? There's six couples, which also brings me to the something might... that we have kind of been doing when we get down to our final. Ah, yes, yes, of course. Um, Who's what bender? Is that what you were thinking I was going to say? Who's what bender? Yeah. I that, What did you think I was going to say? I'm I'm still trying to figure out what who's what bender means. Like that seems like it's not a real sentence in my head. Like who's an airbender? Oh. The, remember? It's like our version oh, of like Yeah. Um <laughs> That's not what I thought you were going to say. And what did you again, think I was going to say? Like who's who do you think is going to go to the final? Oh, no. I think this is much more fun. Who is what bender? So let's do Arabelle and Adam really quick. For those who don't I get it. We'll try to go by quickly. <laughs> Arabella is a I firebender. See. Whoa. Did mm. not. I saw airbender. Mm-mm. Wow. We're Mm-mm. so opposite on that. Mm-hmm. Adam. Earth. Earth. He's a wrestler. He's a yep. fighter. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Molly and Tom. Uh, Tom is a waterbender. Molly is an earthbender. Oh, my God. We are so not on the same page with what this. What do you think? Uh, Tom's an airbender for me. No, dude. Maybe just because I think he only has air in his head. <laughs> <laughs> Molly's an earthbender, though? That feels right to you? Oh. She's, like, very Earth or fire? strong. No, she's not. No, she's not fire. Okay. Earth I could get behind. Earth I could get behind. Mm-hmm. Why did you say Tom's? Uh, waterbender? Yeah. Because he's, um, he's very much... Um, kind of controlled by his softer emotions oh you think i guess i I just don't see tom that way maybe that's it um callum and jess callum is an earthbender jess is like i don't want to be mean but jess Jess is a (laughs) non-bender there's nothing wrong with that listen there's nothing wrong soccer was great (laughs) uh georgia harrison and anton georgia harrison is she fancies herself an airbender but is yeah, she anton is an airbender anton's not water anton's might be a waterbender anton's water and georgia georgia is might a be a non-bender bender. who thinks that she was an airbender no i th- no she's an earthbender she's an earthbender yeah god okay i can't she's an earthbender who thinks she's an airbender <laughs> um because she's not interested in changing her mind she yeah. thinks she is she thinks she's in touch with all the spirituality but she's mm-hmm. not She's an earthbender. Georgia Steele and Toby. Georgia Steele is a firebender, and so is Toby. I definitely see Toby as a firebender. I guess yeah. I, I could see I could see Georgia Steele as a firebender as well. Mm-hmm. And then finally, uh, Sophie and Josh. Josh <clears throat> is. I think he's an earthbender. Ooh, I see fire. Mm, I think, I think Sophie is a firebender. Ah, oh, I see water. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, if you guys care, please tell us your thoughts on those. I'm always curious. Um, and it's always fun to do when we get down to our finalists. Yeah. And we wouldn't have a chance to do it uh, before the finale next. So mm-hmm. I think the reason I, I th- see Earth and you see Fire for a lot of these is because 
earth is like steadfastness. Right. Like you have to be certain. Like a negative trait of earthbenders is that you can't change their mind. Mm-hmm. They know as an they earthbender, th- I agree. Right. They think <laughs> they are who they are, and right. we. This is not an Avatar podcast. As much as people want it to be. I know. As much as I want it to be. I'd be a happier person. No, I'm kidding. Uh, okay, well, real quick, who do you think is going to – who's going to be the final four? Um, it'll probably just be easier to say who I think is going to fall off. Right. Um, I think Georgia Steele and Toby may fall off just be if, – if it comes down to the public. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. Here's the thing. If it's the public, I think Georgia Steele and Toby will fall off because I don't think people have forgiven Georgia Steele. Which is so crazy because I think – if you ask me who is the most genuine couple, it's those two. I know. They're the most compatible at the very right. least. And I do I do agree with that at this point. But, I mean, it does kind of depend. Georgia, Harrison, and Anton. Um, I don't think it's going to be a public vote as a thing because I think we would have voted. Mm-hmm. They would have voted by now. So 100%. I do think it might come from this judgment day of these Islanders. In which case, I think Georgia, Harrison, and Anton may be on the outs because I think – um, especially because Georgia Harrison tried with a few other people that it mm-hmm. might even be less, it might seem less real to them. Right. Um, so I think they might fall off, which honestly at this point I think would be a good thing. I think Anton needs to go home. I agree. Uh, and, Oh, I don't know. The thing is that like I, Adam and Arabella are a newer couple. So like statistically speaking, it would make the most sense for them to fall off. Mm hmm. And not make it to the finale, but I do kind of like them, so I don't want that to be the case. Mm-hmm. So I'll say Georgia Harrison and Anton, and mm, I want to say Sophie and Josh, but yeah, because I don't like them. That's kind of where moment. I feel too. I agree with that. And who would be? I mean, the winners that make the most sense at this point. Although honestly, Justin Callum also could probably go for me. Yeah. They don't seem like at the same level as anybody else. And also they're kind of boring. Right. I think Molly and Tom are probably going to be our winners. I, I agree with that. I would be surprised if it was anything else, but it will kind of depend on how the winners are determined. Yeah. They're the only couple that like have problems and then hear each other out and then address those issues. Right. They're the only couple that does that. I think Adam and Arabella are capable of that, but they haven't. They, just, they don't yeah, have the not, time. They're too new. They don't have the time for that to be tested. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Well, that's it. I guess all that's left to do is to find out. <laughs> we'll yep. be back on Tuesday uh, to close out this season, uh, and uh, follow us on social media to uh, get information on our little watch party that we're going to do on Monday. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Rabble, for thank promoting you, Rabble, this episode. For uh, promoting this episode. Sponsoring, uh, I guess, is the proper word. Yeah, we're promoting their thing. Yeah, you're sponsoring our thing. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Rabble, for sponsoring this episode. <laughs> we love you. Bye. Bye.